this is a common thread on this podcast. It's an issue. Because people don't know. They either don't know what to pick or they're like, I don't really hate anything. And I have this issue because I don't really hate anything. So Really? Yeah, I kind of don't, man. It? I think AA ruined me. It made me like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but my sister, on the other hand, hates everything. So it's perfect. I hate a lot of shit. Yeah, she hates. She hates with a ferocity that many don't know. Um, well, so, well, that's good. That that's the correct response to being alive. I'm Sarah. This is the Hate Locker Podcast, a podcast where we hate the everyday regular things that we all love to hate with a passionate yet fair vigor. Uh, hatred is what is keeping our family together. Today we have two guests, not one, but two guests. Super not nerve-wracking at all for me as we welcome, uh, first, first we'll welcome my boss, uh, president and co-owner of 604 Records, Jonathan Simkin, is here today. Say hello, Hi. Jonathan. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. Right on. Hello. Join, joining him uh, is his longtime friend and podcast co-host slash uh, star country music recording artist Dallas Smith is joining us as well. How are you? I'm hello? great, man. I'm great. He's full of hate. So good. Thank you guys for coming on. Uh, I didn't practice introducing you at all, so hopefully that was fine. Um, you should watch our podcast. Well, I, listen, I, I do watch your, I watch every second of your podcast more than <laughs> once over because it's my literal job. So, <laughs> well, and I, to be honest, I'm, I don't have a lot of time and I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but I have watched you guys a couple times and it's, I really enjoy it. Ah, nice. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. Why don't you guys start out by telling us about your podcast a little bit? Plug your shit at the start. Now? Yeah, we're both. We've we've uh, we've been friends for as long as I've been in the business. Twenty years now, twenty one years, yep. twenty two years, I guess, pretty close to. And uh, and yeah, we've just uh, been friends through the music industry and worked together. Certain parts weave together with friends and a lot of stories there to talk about. And uh, we also uh, spend a lot of time at Canuck games and match up. And we have just we've just always had a, a thread for the last couple of years here. Um, talking hockey so we figured you know why don't we combine uh the stories that we have and uh and and, and the hockey uh, passion that we have and, and and just talk about that john did i miss anything no i think that's right and i think that you know what's nice about it in a lot of ways is um it's kind of not unlike a lot of conversations we just have anyway we just have a camera rolling when we're having it so um it's natural and that's kind of been the biggest response i've had from people is oh god is my computer making noise oh you're good you're fine okay i'm just gonna set my outlook to uh, not to stop doing that um (laughs) so you know it's been it's been um that's kind of the nicest compliment i get from people and i I get it a lot is uh you know it just feels like we're hanging out with you in the living room while you're Mm. just shooting the shit 
It does feel like that. And it's, it's cool. Like I said, I, I wasn't joking when I said I've watched every second of it because I'm, you know, one of the producers of it. So, it, but it, it is really cool watching it. And like the last episode that you guys recorded, your next guest is Chad Kruger. Uh, and like watching you guys all just sit around and talk and talk about stories coming up together, because I mean, you know, obviously Dallas, you're in part of that conversation too, as the former front man of default. So like, it's awesome watching you guys talk. Like it's genuinely, you feel like you're like watching some behind the scenes footage. You're also candid on it. And it's, it's really genuinely awesome to watch. And then, and then you have another guest on like Cole Lynn, who's coming up through the connect system right now and talking about hockey and like listening to the crossover between hockey players and what the music they listen to in the dressing rooms and everything. And like just the connection that hockey and music has, I wouldn't have guessed that coming out. And it's been really cool to watch. Like it's genuinely a great show. If you're listening, this is not just meant to be like a promo thing. Honestly, go, go listen to it. It's great. If you like hockey or music or both, it's great. I mean, I'm a fan. It's rad. Oh, nice. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. But fuck everything else though. Am I right? Cause we got to get into Hades. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate doing the podcast. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It shows. It shows. It's really good. Um, well, yeah. All right. Well, Sarah, you want to go first? What do you hate? Uh, um, well, timely. I just, I need to mention, uh, there's a big thunderstorm going on outside my house right now. So I apologize if it gets a little wacky here because shit's going a bit sideways outside my window. Oh, where are you? Where are you based? Uh, Langford. Where? Like Victoria. Langford. Where's that? It's just oh, outside. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're getting this, you're getting the system early that's coming in, yeah? Yeah. yeah it's, the picture, it's the Surrey. It's the of yeah. Victoria. Picture the shitty town, <laughs> the, the shitty part of, like, the, the, like, strip mall city that is lives just outside Maybe. of the city that you live in. That's Langford. Every yeah, day. Put it outside Victoria. No, it's nicer than that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, my hate. My hate is Mother's Day, which is on Sunday. <laughs> Thank you, because, you know, we all, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I hate Mother's Day, but thank you for, for saying it so that I don't have to. I'm, I'm a mom. Mom. And uh, I just think it's a stupid bullshit day. That's, that's great. And that's I don't awesome. want anything. I want my family to fuck off. <laughs> so sorry, Sarah, I missed a bit of that. Are you? Do you have kids or you don't have kids? Yeah, no, I do. I'm a mom. I am no. a mom. A I have one mom. son who's 12. Yep. And I want him and my husband to fuck off for two days <laughs> and leave me alone. That's all I want. I don't think that's too much that. That's why, that's why John and I are allowed to go to hockey games three times a week. <laughs> that's, the, that's the mom telling us, fuck off, go ahead. Right? Just fuck off. See, I'm the one that goes to the hockey games in our family. Nice. Um, we are the, I'm, I'm the hockey person. My, my, our son plays hockey. We're, we're billet parents. We got hockey going on all the time at our house. Nice. So I would be happy if they would let me fuck off to a hockey game. Or, yeah, if this, if somebody is fucking off and leaving me alone, it basically wouldn't would make me happy. Okay. I'm gonna Can't you just talk. ask for that? Can't you just ask for that from others? It's not going to happen. For instance, so this is okay. This is, I, have this so is, much, I have so much to say. I'm loading shotguns behind this. Go ahead. Keep going. I'm so upset. Go on. My husband owns his own business, so he's really busy. And when he gets home, he, you know, hangs over a bit and then he goes to his hot tub for his relaxing time, which is okay, fine. Yeah. He, he, goes, he goes in the hot tub for like four hours. Like he goes in the hot tub every night after work and watches like three movies in, in his gazebo. How many beer tub? do you bring to him a night in the hot tub? Oh, he's got a beer fridge up there. I don't need to do that. <laughs> he has a beer fridge and he's out there. He's set up, um, which is fine. But then he thinks our son's in bed, but then our son doesn't go to bed. He waits. He listens for the back door to shut and then 
He's out. Just like I'm not watching TV. He's out like a snack. The other night, he was out constantly all night, like yelling, mom, 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 like all night. Finally, I go to bed. I think he's asleep. I'm almost asleep. I wake up. He's this close to my face, like an inch (laughs) from my eye. Mom, mom. I open my eyes. He's like, mom, I have some fun facts to tell you about your favorite hockey team, the Hartford Whalers. And I was like, what is going on here? A, that's nobody's favorite hockey team. Nobody. Like, how do you even know who the Hartford Whalers are? This is just like a snippet of what goes on. What time is it at this point? Like 10 o'clock. That's awesome. Like, go go to bed. Leave me alone. Anyway, that's why I hate Mother's Day. Because there's all these expectations and they like, I don't know. I just hate it. I hate it. I think it's a stupid day. Okay, that's cute. Unload. What's wrong with you? I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine a world where you woke up on Mother's Day and didn't get receive gifts from your husband or your child and then it's gone. There's no way. There would be No, no. You're missing my you're missing my point. You're missing my point. What I want is them to be like on the Saturday before Mother's Day, be like, we rented you a hotel room alone for 24 hours. That's a Mother's Day gift. Fuck off. Or let me fuck off. Don't interact with me for 24 hours. That's the gift that keeps on giving right there. Wow. Okay. But see, right. that's what my wife's like. On Mother's Day, my wife is very much like, hey, it's Mother's Day. You're cleaning up the kitchen. You're making dinner. Mm-hmm. And my wife kind of does just fuck off on, on Mother's Day. And, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't happen here. Yeah. I know. I that's why I hate Mother's Day, because I feel like it's a bullshit, stupid day. Where I get I'm flowers and shit in the morning, and then I have all these expectations the rest of the day. So you, yeah, still yeah. Want, you still want the flowers and stuff in the morning, though? No, I don't. I want to. I want to be left alone. <laughs> <You don't> want, <laughs> okay. What if, hey, uh, what if they right. What if they handed you the flowers while while they were fucking off? That, <laughs> yeah, that'd, be, that'd be cool. But I'm just saying, flowers aren't necessary. They're they're welcome, appreciated, but unnecessary. Yeah. Like they're gonna hand you the flowers and then be like, "Can you make me some food, please? I got you flowers." <laughs> yeah. Mom, meatloaf. Yeah. Yeah. What's for dinner? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. I guess that's fair. Are you? So our mom. Our mom uh, falls. A lot. She falls all the time. She's just really clumsy. It's it's she's unfortunate. Not she's not that old. Oh, okay. She's like she's like seventy. She's just really she's, clumsy. And she's like, I fell again, and her whole face is like swollen <laughs> bloom. We're like, we're like, could you not? Could you at least put your hands out like while you're falling? At least she just goes like face first, like like a torpedo every single time. So for Mother's Day, me and I have two sisters. The three of us, and we're all getting her pads. I'm gonna get her a helmet, and my other sister's getting her elbow pads. We're getting her pads for. Uh, I'm getting her walking stick so she has something to hold on to to break. Yeah, what you, what you should be doing is you should do that. But you should also get your her house littered with security cameras so you can use the footage for your podcast. That's not a bad call. I know. I know. A guy. What do you guys? What do you guys? You guys are both are both fathers. What's up with Father's Day for you? Is that like a big deal? How do you celebrate it? What do you do? Oh, um, I. I I'm definitely not the greatest person to ask about stuff like that because I, uh, I, I, I grew up in a very, very dysfunctional family where any sort of event that was a family event led to yelling, tears, and anger. So mm. that's why, for example, people who know me know, you know how there's people who like say they don't care about their birthday yet manage right. to drop about 800 hints about it? That's Sarah. That's Sarah. Go on. But yeah, go on. <laughs> there you go. Pleased to meet you. Uh, but, uh, whereas um, I'm one of those people who really, really doesn't give a shit. 
I don't want my birthday celebrated. And it's not because I care about how old I am. I just, I, I think it all harkens back to my youth. And so any sort of official holiday, I have the subconscious thing that's just like, it's going to lead to trouble. It's going to lead to pain. It's going to lead to upset. And so I'm, I'm kind of that way with Father's Day too. I mean, my kids give me a nice gift. My wife will give me a gift. I'm appreciative of it. I say thank you and I mean it. And other than that, it is a normal day. I don't do anything special. I don't ask for a special dinner. Mm -hmm. I don't ask my wife for anything special sexually. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, thank you for the gifts. Now it's just another Sunday. Thank you. Yeah, right on. Okay. What about you, Dallas? Uh, he goes for the uh, sex. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm not a, I'm not a big gift getting person, you know, but I, I'm also, I'm also like, I wouldn't want, like, I, I would want to be around my kids that day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Sure. 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 Okay. Yeah. I'm like my, my ruthless, brutal sister who hates yeah, I, I, I was like, trying to find a way to say that nicely, but it was. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. wow. You just want you want that you want your child to just never talk to you for the whole day on your special. Okay, all right. I but, I, but but a father and a mother is it? It's a different thing. There's different. It depends on the situation too. But in, in my situation, my my wife carries a lot of, a lot of the a lot of the load as far as the kids go. So I, I get why she she you know would love a nice breakfast and a gift and. And then yeah. she'll go and plan something with her girlfriends and go do something. Well, you have yeah. at least four Canucks games to watch per week, so it's yeah, yeah. Now yeah, that yeah. you have, now you have the podcast, it's research. So you I mean, between touring and stuff, I, I mean, I, I'm generally non-pandemic world. I have a lot yes. of days of Father's Day, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> or yeah, days yeah, or whatever, yeah, right? But it's, it is true. Father's Day doesn't sort of have the luster that Mother's Day has. It just no, sort of it's kind of it a sort of doesn't. It's kind of a yeah. joke. It's kind of like, oh, Father's Day, really? It's your special day being a man, being a, being a straight man. You need a day. Here's a fucking tie, you piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, like, like Father's, yeah. Day is, Father's Day is to Mother's Day as Hanukkah is to Christmas, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you get gifts, you get some stuff, but it's like, it's, it's just not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just, you're, you're, not, you're not seeing as many commercials for it on TV, you know? There's no De Beers commercial. For That's fucking great. For Father's Day, you know, like a diamond crusted cigar. Ah, fuck. That's great. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, I'm not really, I'm also somebody who typically doesn't really care about my birthday, but this year I turned 40 and I kind of was like, all right, my whole thing this year, like coming up to 40, I've been saying for like two years, all I want to do is headline a comedy show and like do a full hour in my hometown in front of the sold out crowd. That's all I want. I want that. And I didn't the pandemic happened and I did not get that. And that's all yeah. I wanted. And then, but it was kind of weird because it was, I've never had a birthday in a fucking pandemic before, which is kind of odd. And I was 40 and I feel like 40 kind of matters a bit. And I, my parents didn't even text me until like the afternoon. It was kind of weird. And they like, my mom like did a Facebook post being like, want to wish a happy birthday to my son, but like didn't like directly say anything to me. I'm like, that's fucking weird, man. It's like a weird. Okay, so I, I will explain it to you as someone okay. with the perspective of being um, over 50 years old. Okay. Uh, we don't care that you're 40. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't matter because we look at you with bitterness. Like, yeah, I right. wish I was 40. Fuck you and your yeah, 40. Fair enough. You know, yeah, it's like. <laughs> but what about all the younger people who didn't do shit? Like, okay, how about this? 
I didn't give a shit about my 39th birthday because it's 39. Who cares? No one. And I, I also can't believe yeah. that my sister has not brought up that I literally forgot her birthday two days ago. Like yeah, I my forgot. birthday was on Tuesday and we forgot. Also, I, my birthday on Tuesday, dad phoned me at 7 a.m. So. Oh, you bitch. You fucking bitch. He didn't call me at all. Probably because they learned. Probably because they learned from how much I was upset with them so that makes sense <laughs> wow yeah anyway sorry sorry i forgot your birthday and it's like the star mm -hmm. wars birthday too it's may the fourth which i also can we all stop with the may the fourth be with you yeah like, I, I never was really on it no, no me neither no. No. There, with, with, it's gonna be may right yeah That's the, yeah, oh, I kind of like that one. We can't. Yeah, I, well, we, 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 ones in a week. I don't yeah, like it. I will say this: every year on St. Patrick's Day, I tweet, uh, "I wish I was dead." Uh, but I think, ah. that's, uh, I think that's fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I don't even remember the. Yeah, you hate Mother's Day. First, I think that's funny as shit. It's your first pandemic birthday. I just I, did round two. You get over it. I can't remember to, or I can't wait to remind everyone how much you hate Mother's Day to make sure that no one wishes you a happy Mother's Day. It's gonna be great. Um, all right, uh, who wants to join? You wanna, Jonathan, you want to go next? You have a surprise hatred. And I don't I, know what I, it is. I, although I'm going to be honest, I'm still debating it. I mean, here we are, we're we're, we're live, and I'm still in oh. part because I I do hate so many things. I initially was going to say, you know, humanity slash myself, um, <laughs> just just because yeah, it's just kind of. Light. Keep it it's kind of true, uh, <laughs> but I thought I would do something maybe a little more controversial, given okay. um, what I know about at least two of you. Okay, on this, uh, um, I hate tattoos. <laughs> I, I really do. And now I want to be clear about something: I don't hate people who have them. I love both of you, um, <laughs> but um, but tattoos as a concept, as something people do. Right. I, I, I really dislike it. I, I, I really, really do. And, and uh, that's great. I think part of that is from the fact that, you know, if you're Jewish, which I am, you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery if you have a tattoo. Really? Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. It's, it's ingrained from a very early age. The only exception, and this isn't a joke. Oh, if I was going to say, how do you, yeah. The I only exception is Holocaust tattoos. But, um, of course. Oh, yeah. of choice. If yeah. you have a tattoo, you cannot, it comes from something in the Bible and it's, you know, you're not supposed to uh, do things like that to your body. But that's got nothing to do with, I don't think, with why I, I hate them. I think why I hate them is that um, it's kind of like, um, it's, it's, it's a lazy way of being edgy and creative. It's lazy. <laughs> it's like, if you're not really a creative person, if you're not really an edgy person, hey, I'm going to get a tattoo. Look, I'm edgy. Uh, yeah, no, dude. No, you're not. All you are is somebody who had a little extra money and you went in and got a fucking tattoo. That doesn't... And no, you're not creative. How is it creative to go into a tattoo shop and say, oh, I don't know. Hey, how about that one? Can you put that... <laughs> you see that picture? Yeah, no, the one next to it. Yeah, the thing that looks kind of like a, like a bug, but like with a... Yeah, put that one on my arm. I'm sorry. That's not the same as writing a song. That's not the same as painting a picture. Like, if you were tattooing yourself, I'd maybe have a bit more respect for it. But it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like it's the lazy person's sort of answer to, to being creative and edgy. Right. So Dallas Smith uh, is, not, <laughs> is, not, is not creative. Singer-songwriter uh, singer Dallas, oh, oh. Dallas Smith, not creative. <laughs> I, I, get, I, get what John, I get what John is saying. Like, all of those tattoos that people have covered up 
Uh, I have I have a couple that I covered up. Pick off the wall. You, you, you did it for the wrong reasons. There was no reason to do it. It was just to do it, right? There you go. Yeah. yeah right? I have a ta- I'm, sh- I'm showing everyone uh, the tattoo I have on my chest that is, uh, it says USA. And it's like, a sh- <laughs> I, have, I have an American flag tattoo, but I'm not American in any way. So. Strange. <laughs> That's very edgy. That's yeah. very edgy. I, I, was, I was very air quotes intoxicated when I did it. So. <laughs> anyway, I go to meetings now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but but the two of but you are kind Sorry, of exceptions. The two of you are kind of exceptions, and I'm not just saying that to be not. I mean, there are those people who you know because I know them are. are don't have a creative bone in their body. Yeah. And, and, and that's the only thing they do. And of course they always put it somewhere where they can conveniently, you know, like, dude, if I see another one of those, what do they call the, uh, like the barbed wire sort of thing around those are the type oh. of ones you get covered up. Or yeah. like the, the tribal God. sort of stuff. Tribal, right? anything, crazy. anything Celtic, or if you had like a sun and a moon on each shoulder yeah. like that. Wow. My yeah. sister, yeah. Uh, my, my sister, my sister has that. She has that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're very old. I've had, I, I have three tattoos, but they're all over 20 years old, so I feel like they don't count. My, my tattoos are all funny. Mine are all funny. Like, mo- almost all of them are, like, I have an asthma inhaler that says chill out on it because I have asthma. It's, they're like, I, they're stupid. I, they don't really, like, I have a cat that, like, has a sheet over but that, it. Like but that's, okay, so, so this is the thing, John. That, that's, that's his artwork, right? Or it's somebody else's artwork. I, I don't have anything that I picked off a wall. I, I do have things that I've picked off a wall though as well. Yeah. I have like a, I have like a Grim Reaper holding a shotgun because I was like, yeah, tattoo that on me that's sick. But my but my friend, I have a lot, quite a few friends who are tattoo artists, and I, I kind of just like the art. Like I like it as an art form. I, I dated yeah. I dated a tattoo artist for uh, quite some time who's incredibly talented. Her name's Brianna Chatwin. Follow her on Instagram. She's very very good, and she's tattooed a tons of shit on me that like is beautiful and rad. Um, I think that like I think. I, I don't know. I, I I don't like when tattoos are too serious. Like I would never like get my sobriety date tattooed on me or anything because it's like yeah, it's like I'm taking it. I don't want to take it too seriously. Do you know what I mean? Like it's got to be. You're a human like, what is, What's that? You're like a human duotang cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's sticker booking. Like yeah. it's just dumb shit. I think it's fun. You're not wrong <laughs> at all. A duotang cover. When was the last time you heard the word duotang? Yeah, it took Can me we... a second. It took me a second, but yes, I, I, then I remembered. Yeah. Uh, well, you're teaching grade threes. I know what a duotang is. I gotta, I gotta get grade one. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I also got all of my tattoos except for two in sobriety. All of them have been since I was sober, except for the only two. That Weird I have that, that you almost like you traded one addiction for another. <laughs> yeah, almost. Hey. Eh? <laughs> no, but then you know you you see people who who have a lot of tattoos and then they'll they'll take pictures like, and in every picture they put on Instagram, it's always one where it's like, oh, there you know there's my leg full of tattoos and I'm just like, fucking, I got to get a tattoo of me rolling my eyes, you know? And <laughs> That's fucking, worth it. Is it worth not being able to be yeah, buried in a Jewish cemetery? That would be a great tattoo, John. It would. I'd flash that every time yeah, I see somebody with a tattoo. Like, like yeah. this. <laughs> just have a yeah. tattoo of your eyes rolling. Nice tattoo, dude. Um, uh, I also, I have a tattoo of a, I have a tattoo of a Dairy Queen blizzard upside down on my leg and it sometimes gets me free blizzards. So sometimes they're functional ah, as well. Hey. And I also have a tattoo of OJ Simpson's Bronco on my leg. Oh, okay. Well, that's weird. I, I, I was thinking uh, maybe I could get a, a, a swastika tattoo in case I'm ever um, confronted by Nazis and I could say, 
I'm no, not no, a no. Jew. I'm not, I'm not a Jew. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a yeah. Here's the proof right here. Yeah, yeah. That'll go really great in every other circumstance in your life. <laughs> just, carry around, just carry around a sticky a sticky swastika. Not a real tattoo. I think, yeah, yeah. Just put cloth on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good idea. In case of emergency. Hey, do you, I had this conversation with someone the other day. Do you think Dairy Queen would put a swastika on an ice cream cake if I asked them to and was straight-faced? And do I, you guarantee, them- I guarantee they would not. I would sure hope not. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, and then I could well, I can, like ask them and video it and be like, hey, yeah, I want to get this on a cake. It's for my gr- I think it's terrible, but my grandfather, he's, uh, yeah, you don't want to know. But anyway, it's his birthday. <laughs> Actually, I would like to know, and I'd like a name and address, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not my grandfather. That's my but that's dad. funny. I mean, I, we, we should almost do that as a comedy thing, to put a secret camera on and go into yeah, a dairy. that's what I'm saying. Get, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I if wonder. Only- if only we owned a comedy network. <laughs> if, yeah, I'll have to put that on my bucket list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So you hate, yeah, okay, I think that's fair. Do you also want to get into how you hate yourself? I mean, we've only got a half an hour. I don't know if you have time to talk about that. My hatred of myself is really impossible to separate from my hatred of humanity as a whole. Right. Uh, just because I, I, for whatever reason, I just, you know, I just feel like we're flawed beings that... Um, can't somehow resist um the worst side of our natures and um Mm -hmm. it's where it's kind of like everybody's trapped in that same kind of conundrum and so you can you can do things to fight back against your own nature i suppose and god knows i've tried my best to do that and i think especially in the latter part of my life i've succeeded more than i failed in that because i think earlier in my life and career um i had a hard time fighting my own worst nature um especially when you have some success. I mean, that can sometimes be the worst thing to happen for anybody because, you know, suddenly you think your shit doesn't stink and you think that you could do no wrong. And, you know, especially in the business we're in, because, you know, I think I'm not talking for Dallas at all, but I can certainly talk for him in the sense that he's had some big success like I have in the entertainment world. And, you know, when that happens, it's very public. And, you know, no wonder you feel like you own the world because in a weird kind of way for that moment, you do. Um, Yeah. For yes, sure. for that moment. Like when Call Me Maybe was the biggest song in the world um, and everybody knew it, um, it's like, you know, you're walking around like the fucking king of the world. Yeah, it's just like, so hey, you're the guy yeah. who manages that. Yeah, that is me. You know, and then I've learned over time. I, I've learned over time because the thing about the entertainment industry is it's a, it's a constant roller coaster. Um, there's going to be some great shit for most people and there's going to be some horrible shit for most people. And that's why I've learned to kind of try my best to keep an even keel on everything. If something great happens, I'm happy, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to lose my mind about it. If yeah. something horrible happens, I'm not happy about it, but I'm trying not to lose my mind about it. And just sort of keep that big picture that, hey, there's going to be more ups and there's going to be more downs. And it really doesn't matter what you do. That's just going to be the way it is. But I mean, I wish I felt better about the world. I wish I felt better about the way human beings are but there's just too much evidence on a daily basis um, that makes it hard to kind of feel that way. And, you know, I do my best like with my kids and I really try to instill good values in them. But, you know, that almost makes it, when I fall off that, it almost makes it worse because I'm like, God, um, I'm being a horrible example to myself and to my kids and to the people around me. So, and listen, I don't think I'm a bad person. I try my best not to be. I try my best to be a good person, but holy fuck, what a struggle that is. (laughs) 
Hey, listen, as, as, somebody, as somebody who works for you and spends a lot of time talking to you, you seem very diplomatic and objective to me, which is, uh, which is nice. So I'll give you that. But like, I, I mean, yeah, I, I think that as human beings, as like beings ourselves, I think we deserve everything that we get. And I'm watching like Our Planet, where like, like the show Our Planet with David Attenborough and like everything's melting and we're all dying. And I'm like, yeah, that checks out. We deserve it. We're fucking trash. We are a parasite. Like let's, I'm re I'm ready for it. Like you know, there's it's like there's, I, there's good people in the world, but yeah. humans suck. That's really yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. And I agree with you on the success thing. Like even even like uh, even like I've had I've had ego moments for sure where I've had started to have success in in stand up and not anything like you know managing Carly Rae Jepsen and having call me maybe come out obviously i'm talking like maybe getting my first theater show and being like yeah and like driving home too fast but it makes you feel like kind of a dick <laughs> afterwards like or if i'm like you know acting like a bit of a gatekeeper in the comedy scene or something like that like i can be I, I, like it happens our egos are fucking brutal that's how we're in the mess with the planet in the first place it's all the like, you also just try being unsuccessful like me and then yeah. it's not an issue perfect <laughs> 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 what are you talking about you're on the hate locker podcast we have that's right that's right, right. Do dozens of listeners uh man <laughs> I'm just but i think i think john you're, you're completely right it's it's the older i think the older versions of ourselves can look back and you know learn from that experience and be a lot be a lot more even keel about were everything you, were you a dick yeah. in the early 2000s dallas i've i've acted like a dick yeah yeah okay. but i i think i consider john I, like i consider myself a lot like john in the sense of I tried my best not to be a dick, you know? Yeah, good. Right. And, and, uh, try just to be a good person and, you know, especially the people that I care about. And, um, but, but yeah, but it's the, the, the when you're riding a high like that, like and when the Nickelback stuff, even John, like that, that was a high for you as well. I mean, all yeah. that stuff that was going on with the deals you guys were making, wasting my time was rocking the U S same time. Uh, uh, how you remind me? How you remind me was rocking, and we were we were touring with those guys. So it was just like every every night or every second night, it was just people yelling the songs back at you. So you go through that that high where you you look back and you really regret doing and saying some things to people, and knowing that you showed a little bit of that character to them. That you wish that you wish that just could just be erased, but it can't, and you know that, right? So you you really are more mindful moving forward. Um, well, you when can you do, humbled and you're off of that, right? Yeah. 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 And you can do like, we call it in like a program stuff, like a living amends when you've kind of been shitty and there's not really any way to make it up, but you just, you make it up by being a better person and making a better effort to be better. And like Dallas, it must be an opportunity. If you said yourself like, Hey, I was a dick. Sometimes you kind of have like a second huge resurgence through music. And then like this time around you get to like, you know, probably be more an adult, uh, an adult about it when it comes around. That's got to be a good feeling, right? Yeah, yeah. I stopped drinking like five, six years ago. That so that helped too. Perfect. Yeah, that's um, it. I, yeah, I can yeah. attest to that. That <laughs> does help. Yeah, yeah, it helps a yeah, lot. Yeah, but yeah, you, you just learn. Well, plus Dallas, you were. I mean, Jesus, how, <laughs> God bless me. you. How how old were you when? I mean, when default broke, you were like twenty, weren't you? Or twenty? Twenty two, twenty three. Oh God, man, fuck good. Like imagine, like it's like everyone gave Bieber such a hard time for like acting out like toilet paper in that house and speeding around a Lamborghini. It's like, yo, you just gave a 20 year old, like a billion dollars. Like what the fuck do you think is going to yeah, happen? Yeah. We, we were, we were a fraction of a percent of that, a percentage of that. And, and if there was cameras around, you know, you'd be getting shit. 
you know, oh, it, there just wasn't at the day and we're not getting chased around by paparazzi. That's for sure. So, well, yeah. you know, the other thing that's interesting is that, you know, we, we've, uh, you know, I've just had this, this ongoing success with that visual artist, Mad Dog Jones. And, um, I, I think that had I not had the previous experiences with Carly and, uh, with Nickelback and with, you know, some of the other successes we've had, I think it's made this one a little more grounded for me. I'm, I'm, I'm not taking anything for granted about it. I'm seeing it with, a, with my eyes a lot more open about the whole thing. Because like what happens when you have a big success is you, you kind of see the worst and the best of humanity around you because the phone starts ringing off the hook and a lot of times it's just shitty people either you know, being wanting something from you, trying to get something out of you, um, but then you're also that much more appreciative of when somebody comes to you and just says, hey, uh, congratulations. That's the, what an amazing success. And, and I think I was more inclined to not even take that to heart as much as I would now. So now when I have people like, I don't want to name names because I don't want to name somebody's name, but there's a guy who owns a record label in Canada. <laughs> who, you know, we're, we're pretty competitive um, uh, in a lot of ways. And um when that thing happened with Mad Dog Jones, you know, he, he, he texted me the most lovely text to just kind of say, Jesus, dude, once again, you, you, you're somehow ahead of the curve and like, what a huge success. And, and it really touched me. Like, I was just like, geez, man, like, like, thank you so much. Like, I, I don't know what to say. I, I really, that means everything to me that you would, you know, what I didn't say, but what I was thinking was, I know how competitive you are with me. And to be able to put that aside and just kind of say, Hey, Big win for you, man. Like, uh, amazing. Congratulations. You know, it, it, it really meant a lot. But then we're also, getting, we're also getting shitty people calling and, you know, <laughs> per, per Misha, like, I, you know, like people who, from his past, who feel somehow he owes them something. I don't well, know. Like, this is he, Misha being the artist, being Mad Dog Jones. He's, uh, he's yeah. an artist that works with us or is managed by us at 604. We yeah. saw that with Dad and uh, <clears throat> Nickelback guys, right? That's just... 100%. It just 100%. happened. 100%. All the Everybody cousins who, come out of the woodwork, as they say. Hail as old as time. Yeah. yeah, or people who feel that they are somehow owed something. You know, I gave you your first gig and why aren't you... What, what do I get out of this? And, you know, it's... I don't know. It's... Uh, be here if it wasn't for me. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah, Sarah, so, Sarah, I bet you get that in school all the time. Like, if you have somebody with a math equation, common, common. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, know, Dallas. You, you want let's, you want to switch gears and get into get into yours. What do you got for us? I, I we're just switching to sports here a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I think John, you're, I think John's on the same page as me. But the head office of the NHL is a oh, boy. joke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm assuming that this is coming up because of what Tom Wilson just did and then how it was handled. Is that why this is coming up or even bigger than that? I'm I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, Tom Wilson does Tom Wilson. That's, 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 he's shown that he does that. He's great. He's a good player, but he's got that side of him that's pretty lousy. But how, how they're wanting this, the game to get more skilled and faster, how – how they were allowing that guy to go around and do those things to actually seriously harm somebody, especially with those head, head injuries and knowing what we oh, know yeah. about head injuries, such a dangerous play, a complete lack of respect for any, anybody's life after hockey, their career. And then the NHL slaps them with a fine, like they're a $5,000 fine. If, which that, is like, if that's, if that's where the line is, if that's where the line is, 
they're very wrong. That line is off. They need, yeah. they need a full reset with that whole player safety department. They need a, uh, I don't know how they do that, but they have, I, I don't know George Perils at all, but you know, it's the same as Chris Pronger. He ran that for a while. He, they don't, they don't have the cleanest hockey players running these things. Yeah, I, I don't understand weird, why, right? they, why they do that. That just the message of that is off. I, I don't get it. Um, yeah, yeah. Like you're not going to have Ulf Samuelson in charge of player safety. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not sure. Maybe it's just a, they think maybe the, the purists will listen to what they're saying and, under, and, and I don't and accept it more. I don't know. Cause they, they come from their same kind of cloth or whatever. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's uh it's really frustrating. That I don't really know. It surprised me. Like the Tom Wilson thing didn't surprise me, but how, how he just got a $5,000 fine. And then you get into uh, the Rangers and yeah, I mean, it would be really, everybody wants to say something in the heat of the moment. They went pretty far in what they said. Oh, I get yeah. it. The statement they was, did. Uh, was wild. But yeah. to slap them then with a massive fine and then have the, those firings happen right at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, I, I, I'm still confused about what the firings have to do with what yeah. happened on ice. So the, right. so, so the Rangers, the yeah. Rangers like, may put out this big statement, and then I saw that their GM and their president got fired. So like, yeah. were, the, were those things connected or were they not connected? They weren't know. connected. They weren't. Yeah, why, why do there's it? A week left, there's a week left of games. If you wanted to make a decision, to, if you wanted to cut ties with president and management, GM, and move on, do it after the season like yeah, anybody yeah, right? else would. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's a weird move for sure. I think it's and it just, it just, it just To me, it just shows the, 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 the grab and the hold that Batman has on, on, on this stuff, uh, on these GM, uh, the owners, and I don't, I don't like it. I don't. I don't think the owners and, and Batman and the head office really have uh, what the average hockey fan wants. I don't think their intent is the same. I don't know. Yeah, this was a weird one. I mean, I, I guess it's hard because, like, you know, about um, three weeks ago, Alex Edler from the Canucks got suspended for two games for a knee-on-knee hit that injured someone. And you know, I didn't. I didn't actually disagree with that um, assessment. Um, but that was a reactionary hit. It was not an accident exactly, but no, he, no, it was... he reacted to something that another player did in the heat of the moment. But it wasn't, there wasn't an intent to injure. There wasn't, and there's just not that kind of player, and it wasn't that kind of a, a play. But so it, was how, a dirty, it was a dirty knee. It was. It was a dirty it, play. It, it was a dirty knee. But how does yeah. that get you two games and then hitting somebody in the face who's prone, completely vulnerable, completely unable to defend himself, then immediately followed by body slamming a guy who's much smaller than you without a helmet, who was really just trying to pull you off the pile. He wasn't like aggressively going after him. How does that lead to $5,000? It's the inconsistency. Mm -hmm. And so if there is a, um, if there's a rhyme and reason to this, I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't think there's ever been. I don't think there's ever been a rhyme or reason to it. It's. I feel like it's always. It's always just been like any. Like every every case, and also like Edler doesn't have like this crazy history of being dirty, does he? Like no, no. no. He's been suspended. He's been suspended before in in an international tournament. He's been. He he. I think it was a similar play in the. So he's not. He's not. He's not. You know, he's he's done a few things, but but he's no Tom Wilson. Good example, no, he that's he called the guy or he messaged him and said, "You know, I'm sorry, it was a bad hit." Like he admitted it and still had to fight the guy the next game. The next game when he came back and played the same team again, right? Like it, it, there's some sort of like a okay, he got suspended. 
other team was angry. You got to answer the bell, even though you've never fought. Edler stood up, took a punch in the face because he knew he did something wrong. Good balance there. Love it or hate it, whatever. It, it's done. It's yep. finished. Finished. Now, what happened with New York and Washington is like totally different. It's the, like the, how it's, how that can be justified. It's just like what is he trying to put on a fucking show to like get headlines on ESPN? Yeah, like, it's it's not a hockey deal, deal and like what what I don't understand. I don't like get. Do you mean the line brawl? Do you mean the line brawl? You don't yeah. understand. Well, I mean, I think I understand it. I mean, I think it was the Rangers saying, look, if you're not going to protect us. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying like, like Batman, I think in the end of the day, wanted this headline, you know, mm. I, I don't know. Mm. I, otherwise, oh, I don't, I don't like want to allow that to happen. I love the conspiracy theory. You're like the QAnon of hockey fans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's defending Peros, right? And he's not going to move on from Peros. So clearly oh, yeah. made the wrong call. No, totally. I'm, and, I'm just, and, I'm just kidding. But like, yeah, you're, you're showing your, your, accomplice to it it's sorry it's bullshit man. yeah it's crazy and, and, I hate about, and yeah i know batman has been trashed since they moved all of our teams out of canada and then he's still just in charge and he looks like his breath smells like eggs like he just kind of looks <laughs> shitty he looks like he's got bad breath he's a pencil neck little dickhead and i i don't like him at all <laughs> i like, like a mob boss's lawyer yeah, he does look like a mob boss's lawyer. He absolutely yeah. looks like a lawyer. Yeah. A lot of these owners probably are mob bosses, right? He's a lawyer. Like, I bet he pays for sex and asks for weird shit. Like, he seems like that kind of dude. You know well, I mean? when, the, when the draft was in Vancouver, the hockey draft, when was that, three years ago, four years ago? And yeah. I took my oldest son, who's a big hockey fan. I took him, and uh, he was so excited to boo Batman. Yeah, he was that's awesome. So excited. <laughs> that, that, that was the big thrill. And yeah. when it was over and he was telling like my you know his mom about it, that's what the discuss not who we drafted. Yeah. We got to boo Batman. We got to boo Batman. Yeah, that's so fun, man. I like Roger Goodell too. Is is there any commissioner of any like sport that people like? Adam Silver? Do they like Adam Silver in the NBA? I think they do. I think that maybe they like Adam Silver. Like, well, he's interesting. Uh, that move to move the games, out, or who was, which was the sport? Was it baseball? Baseball is who moved the thing out of Atlanta after the um, election. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah. Which that was, that was ballsy. Holy yeah, fuck. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a, especially for a, for a sport that already has dwindling attendance, but I don't think they like Rob Manfred either though. I don't think that he's very well liked after the way he handled the, uh, the cheating with the Astros and he did nothing about it. Like really at all. Like that was kind of not, that was not good. So I, I don't know. No, but no, I don't think anyone's hated like Batman's hated though. He's like universally, like he's a villain. He's a literal villain. Everyone hates him. And it's kind of fun to hate him. In Canada, do you think everyone hates him in the States? Or do you no, think no one knows who he is. They don't know yeah. who he is. Well, I don't know. He gets booed pretty much everywhere. I mean, yeah. hockey fans, hockey fans all hate him. That yeah. I think, okay. I feel safe saying that. But Vancouver fans, there's a special and he, he feels it too. He knows it. He feels it extra in Vancouver. He, he, almost, really he almost seems like he likes it though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like when yeah. he, he's like, <laughs> like he's like, like a, what's that? What's that guy who works for Trump? A Stephen Miller? Is that his yeah. name? He's yeah. he reminds me of he's like hockey Stephen Miller. He's just like a creepy, like a creep, like a ghoul. He's more of a Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rudy Giuliani. yeah, but he's less. He's less like. <laughs> insane than rudy giuliani but, but, but i think you're right i think in some weird kind of way he likes it and i mean if you watch those because there are compilations on youtube of, of batman getting booed and if you oh, watch them yeah. he's always got a cute little line that he says when it start when it happens you know so like 
the the the, the whole crowd's boo. You're gonna want to hear this. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He, he's always got some cute little line prepared yeah. to, to sort of deal with it. You gotta yeah. hand it to him for that, I guess, a little bit. Like, I, I mean, he. I feel like you have to like it if you're that person. Otherwise, he's he's been doing it for too long to not enjoy it on some level. But this 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 goes back to like I remember my dad talking about this. It's like they moved. The Rangers uh, Canucks final in '94. They Bettman moved Game Seven back an extra day, I, and I believe it was for um, uh, TV scheduling. Yeah, it, it also gave, it also gave a very very old and very very tired and done Rangers team an extra day of rest. Mm-hmm. And if you watched that Game Seven, that extra day barely made it, they they won they won because of that. In my opinion, I think the Canucks would have had them because. Because, like, halfway through that game seven, Rangers were holding on. And yeah, 90, 94 was an inside job, as they say. An inside job, man. Absolutely. Yep. Um, another – a quick thing I wanted to say that I hate about hockey, so we got to wrap this up soon, is uh, – I, you know what I hate? I hate um, how it's a penalty to ice the puck, uh, shoot the puck over the glass. I don't think it should be a penalty. I think it should be no, a no change, like how icing is. The delay a game. The yeah, delay yeah, the game delay game. Like, like I just hate. I hate that that's a two minute penalty. It doesn't seem worth a two minute penalty. I've never liked that call. I think it should be the same situation uh, as icing. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yep. I, I I hate I hate it when like that that comes up in a really you don't want to see a game one on that. You don't want to see no. a game one on that, right? In a really important situation, you don't want to see that. But also, I don't want to watch an important game, and I don't watch some guys, some guys flipping the puck out. They all know how to do that so well. Yeah, and, and the minute you try to get into intent, well, and when you're trying it. to do that, then it becomes too much of a wishy-washy thing. Well, that's, that's why it's out, that's or it's out. I think you just change the punishment, though. I think you do the face-off in front of the net, and then, and then you can't change. No change. Guys will be flipping shit. They'll be panicking. It's the best thing to do. They don't want to put their team down, man. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's They right. don't. I guess. All right. All right. Once again, yet again on this podcast, I come out of here being like, ah, it's not so bad. Maybe they've got a good point. Ah, I don't hate that as much as I thought I did. Every you can hate it as much as you want. I'm not telling you that. Not hate it. I just. Um, All right. Does anyone else have anything else they hate about hockey? Do you'd like to get out of the way before I do, before I go and do mine? No, I mostly love hockey. So. uh, Me too. I miss hockey. Yeah. I miss living in the rink. We should fuck off and go to a game together. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe next Father's Day. Fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got to watch a good old junior B hockey game in over a year, and it's garbage. Yeah. That was yeah. the most Canadian sentence I've ever heard in my life. I haven't seen a junior B hockey game in over a year, and it's garbage, bud. Fucking that's race. Every Friday night was for so long, and it's that's what we did. That was our family Friday night, hockey. That's nice. Right. Anyway, of well, Listen, I'll tell you what I hate. I hate people who hate Nickelback. Ah. It's an easy hate. It's hack. It's hack. It's bullshit. It's not, there's never any reason to hate Nickelback. Nickelback is a solid band. Nickelback is good. Chad can sing. They're very good. They're talented. I know this is very ass kissy of me, but I don't know who decided that they hated Nickelback at some point and that everyone had to. And then it just became this wave. And I feel bad for them. I feel bad for having to be like a villain for no fucking reason. I suspect yeah. they don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, it. I think the joke that I always say is they stopped giving a fuck about $500 million ago. But, um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, 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 it's funny. This comes up a lot. And funny enough, um, we're putting out a documentary, like I think this year about Nickelback. And that's a big part of the documentary is why do people hate them? And, 
you know, I've always thought that it's because of how sort of disarmingly normal they are. I think people like their rock stars tormented. They like their rock stars to be drug addicts, mm. to be horrible, and to be, you know, tormented. They like them to be Scott, uh, what was his name from the Stone Temple? Uh, Scott, Scott Wayland. Wayland. Uh, yeah. You know, like they, and the truth is, Chad's not tormented. These guys aren't tormented. They're I mean, not even unhappy. Um, they love what they do. They're, they're the, the biggest comment I get when people meet Chad for the first time is, well, he's just so normal. And yeah. I think that that feeds into why people don't. They're almost like, hey, he should be, it's not right that he should be successful, rich, and happy. He should be successful, rich, and miserable. Yeah, I, and also, he's think, not. I also think Poorly people crazy. just, I also think that people just hate when people are successful also. Well, there's that too. You know, but it's just not, it's not, and, and I'll, I'll, I'm guilty when I was, when I was a young man, I definitely bought into that and it was the whole thing. And then at some point you're just like, dude, just let people like, like what they like. There's not, no one, like Nickelback's not hurting anyone. They never hurt anybody. Well, not that I know of. I mean, you guys probably have more stories than I do. I mean, they might hurt somebody, you know what I mean? <laughs> they're not like a, they're not an angry mob or a gang or something. They're just a band, like fucking relax. Did you catch, did you catch some of that meme of a hate as well, Dallas, with default? Uh, not a ton. No, not not like that. No, that no. that had a life of its own. That was uh, um, the stuff to watch. Yeah, know? yeah, to watch. It's pretty tough yeah. to watch. It was undeserved. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't care if people don't like their music. Who cares? Music's like you know, art's like ice cream. Some people like chocolate. Some you know, like subject, I don't care. subjective. Same with comedy, dude. If you if you don't like somebody that I like, if you don't like Nate Bargatze, who's my, I'm not going to be like you're a fucking idiot. It's like okay, you don't like him. Like, some somebody well, it's actually my dad who told me this and he's talking about ccr and i know chad's a, a, a big fan of ccr um so this this kind of always stuck with me and i always associated the two together but ccr was a very very from what i've understood is ccr was never a very uh, the smart musician type uh didn't like ccr um, mm. It was very simple, just great fucking songs and a great voice. It's fucking CCR. Um, it's like you can't, it's, yeah. So from what I gather, I don't know if the heat was just as much, but I, I, I associate the two. It's just, there, there's nothing really, t- what was there to hate about Nick? Yeah, totally. I like it's, it's not Radiohead, I get it. I'm not reinventing the wheel and neither was CCR at the time. But like what? But why, they also why weren't that pretending that they hate. were. They weren't but, pretending that they were. No, I know. Like, yeah. they would, I, that's the thing, right? It's, and people and, and, and people do this, the imitation, you know, the uh, and like not say anything. It's like, that's not, he sound, you, he's a great singer. You can hear every word that he's saying. It's not like grumble. That's not there's, there's a certain type of person that that uh, that really, really hates on Nickelback, and they they, they tend to be failed musicians. Uh, there it is. <laughs> or or uh, uh, somebody who's never really f- fulfilled their career creative um mm-hmm. spark and yeah. and chase that yeah, uh, that's generally what i what i found it usually comes from a source of jealousy and what they are what they didn't achieve so, well yeah. hating on nickelback is even lazier than getting the tattoo yeah it's, <laughs> it, it really is I, I shake my head anytime especially a journalist or anybody it's just like you are showing how shitty you are yeah. like you're writing it out it's just Maybe I well, should I'll, tell you, I'll tell you who caught the flack for them was Theory of the Dead Man. Because yeah. when, when Theory signed to 604, that was our first signing, the, the, the die was cast at that point that they were, you know, 
how many times did I hear the theory of a Nickelback? Uh, yeah, no, man, it was yeah, theory yeah. of a nickel fault. That's yes. what it was. Oh, I, yeah. I was, I, was yeah, guilty, yeah. I, I was guilty of saying that when I was, yeah, uh, yeah. When I, when I'm, I, I'd like to, I'd like to publicly apologize to you both. My wife, my wife used to phone into the Edmonton station and, pay, and she would offer them money to stop playing Nickelback and default songs. That's oh, how much she hated that music. Fuck. So I married her. You're, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think it's kind of funny that like all this time has gone by and now I'm in this position where I'm sitting here talking to you both and I'm like, I'm like physically in a position to be like, hey, sorry about that, like to your face. I think that's kind of funny. <laughs> I, I didn't know about it, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, this quick story. I, it, I, I got through it. It's okay. <laughs> I was, uh, le- yeah, 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 no doubt, right? I'm mostly just, be- I'm mostly just being funny, but like I, I, uh, um, I was at one time. There was a bar in Victoria. I'll tell you the story just before we get out of here. Uh, I was at this bar in Victoria when I was probably 19, something like that, and um, it was called Hugo's. And I was looking for my friend Liam, who's six uh, six five, and I'm looking around for a tall guy, tall guy, and I see this guy who's crazy, crazy tall, and. Uh, uh, oh, I got to back this up. Sorry, hold on. When we were teenagers, okay, we used to uh, hang out at this school called Hillcrest Elementary School in Victoria, and we would do mushrooms and acid and stuff when we were like 16. And every time we were there, every single time there was a kid who was a bit older than us at that basketball court just shooting free throws, always, always there. And we would make fun of them and call them names, call them a loser. You don't have anyone to play with, you loser. You just play basketball by yourself. Anyway, we did that a lot. So fast forward, I'm in this bar. I'm looking for a tall guy. I see a guy who's like six, six, seven. And I'm like, holy shit. And I look, get a little closer, and it's Dirk Nowitzki uh, of the Dallas Mavericks. And they had been just eliminated from the playoffs by the Spurs at the time. And I walked right up to him, and I was like, hey, Dirk, sorry about the Spurs. And he's so tall that he didn't even see me. He looked right over top of me. And then he said uh, – he, I, I realized then he's like super hammered and he's got his toque like half on his head and he's like, hey, where's that fuckface Nash? And then I look up and I'm like, hey, Dirk. And then he looks down right at me. He's like, oh, hey, didn't see you there. And I'm like, hey, man, sorry about the spurs. And he's like, oh, no problem. He's like, hey, come on, come do drinks with me. And then I go with him over to the bar. He's got Steve Nash with him and it's Tim and Steve Nash. So uh, they go to get shots and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to get this round. They're like, no, no. And I go, no, no, Steve. I'm like, do you remember when you used to shoot free throws at Hillside elementary school? Every oh, day? Really? He said, yeah. And I was like, I was one of those kids who bullied you and made fun of you. And he's like, you motherfucker. He's like, you can buy the shots. Absolutely. And then we had a good laugh. We did shots together and then it was fine. I got to say sorry to him. <laughs> no, <I feel> <laughs> yeah. 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 Fuck man. It was a trip. And, and this was in Victoria? Yeah, it was in Victoria because Steve Nash is from Victoria. He um, grew, yeah. grew up so like Dirk, a few blocks. Dirk was in town just visiting him. Yeah, they would, he, I guess I guess Steve Nash just brought Dirk Nowitzki back to Victoria with him, and they were getting hammered, drunk. Funny. Uh, we I, yeah, we have friends. Him. We have friends that are uh, good friends with Steve, and uh, he's a firefighter. And he would go down down to California and party with them, and they'd play credit card roulette, and you know they'd all order drinks and throw their credit cards in, and whoever gets picked has to pay. And, I, our friend's wife was like, you, you, "You're a fireman. Yeah, you no. can't do that. Yeah, you're yeah, everybody's going to do it." She's like, "Not you." Yeah, your card's you're not, not black. Card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> your card is your card is green. You have a TD Green Visa yeah. that, a, that a teenager has. <laughs> oh shit! All right, well, uh, yo, you guys, that's about that's like right on an hour. So you want to uh, all pick who we think hate is the most warranted here? I had uh, people who hate Nickelback. Sarah, would you have? 
Mother's Day. <laughs> Mother's Day. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I feel like that was a lifetime ago, you guys. Dallas yeah. had a, yeah. Uh, oh, Dallas- I, I know, John, you're not getting any more than one vote at the <laughs> match. Two things, yeah. You're not yeah. allowed to vote. You're not allowed to vote for yourself either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yours was, yeah, I can't pick tattoos. Uh, I, I guess I'll have to go with, uh, I guess I think I'll have to go with humanity. Uh, <laughs> I think I have to pick humanity. I can't not. For the win, humanity. It's pretty fucked. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of cheating for you to come on and pick humanity because obviously, like, that's like being like racism. It's like, well, no, I think it's mother. It's going to have to be Mother's Day for me. <laughs> but there's a difference. A lot of people would say they love humanity. I mean, They're liars. I, I kind of do. Liars. I, I hate do. most people too. <laughs> I, I hate you too, boss. holy shit uh well shit you guys thank you so much for coming on the podcast this has been good yeah that's fun yeah Yeah, Yeah, jonathan sweeps jonathan takes uh yeah please listen to uh sticks and stones podcast available on the comedy here often podcast network of which uh is very dear to us obviously because we're all involved with it so uh do you you guys have anything else to plug oh john uh Mother's Day. <laughs> this, is com- this, is, this is coming out after Mother's Day, though. So this is well, next Mother's Day. Be nice to your mother, for fuck's sake. Every day should be Mother's Day. There you That's go. That's right. There you Let go. Fuck nice. Off. You fucking ask. Yeah, and fuck off. Yeah, wish your mother a happy Mother's Day and fuck off. All right, well, thank you, Dallas Smith and Jonathan Simkin, for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Comedy Here Often, uh, for supporting us, even though it's weird because we are them. Uh, and thank you to Marcel for being our producer. And thank you, Grossbuster, for our theme music. We will see you guys later. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.